Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hey everybody, this is Jerry, and you're listening to another episode of Beyond the Rut Podcast, a weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. And I have with me the other host, actually the mastermind behind the show, Brandon Cunningham. Brandon, say hi to the folks listening. I just realized I need to cut my toenails. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't looked <laughs> down, which is weird because I'm so short. You think I'd be the first thing I saw. I was like, hey, you may want to cut those. That's um, what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think it's from all those standing on my toes to talk on this mic. <laughs> why adjust it when you can stand on your toes and work out your calves? That's why we take this seriously. <laughs> so we want to thank you for joining us. Uh, we are not signing off right now, but uh, I, I, I'm just so grateful right now. And thank you for tuning in, whether you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, or you discovered us on Google Play Music. We love it. And... On top of that, if anything we cover in this show uh, sparked a question, sparked a thought, we'd love to hear from you. So call in at 361-596-3788 and leave us a question, a comment, and we'll put that on a future episode. Brandon, we brought in an awesome guest, a local here in Corpus Christi, Texas, who is probably the first person to listen to our advice and take a leap. So... <laughs> um, no pressure on her, and no I don't pressure know how well us. that turned out. Yet. <laughs> so, Brandon, go ahead and introduce our guest for everybody who's listening. Well, I'm kind of torturing somebody that's been a friend of mine for a while now, and uh, her name's Jamie Rodriguez, and she's been with us. Uh, we worked together for a couple of years now, and I've been threatening to bring her on to the podcast as an interview. Uh, for about three or four months now. And here she is. But she's been listening. So she's one of our uh, millions of listeners out there that uh, we know about anyway. Uh, and she started telling me how much she enjoyed it. And it just sparked something in our conversation. So I thought that'd be a great thing to bring on to the podcast and let other people hear from somebody who's uh, done something, not necessarily because of our advice, but she's following along that path to get out of the rut. So She's literally making her own path, and that's why we wanted to bring her on. And that is awesome. So, Jamie, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank awesome. you for having me. Appreciate it. So, you giving me this time. <laughs> one, oh, it's our pleasure, too. Uh, one thing we like to do when we bring a guest on is we like to hit them with a, not not physically, because <laughs> <laughs> then we get sued and then we're out of out of the show. Uh, we don't we, have anything to sue, so don't yeah, sue us. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would make my wife very upset at me. <laughs> why did you hit her? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but we do have something called an icebreaker and we didn't invent the term. It apparently was out there and we took it. Uh, but we like to ask our guests, what is something about you that we would not know just by looking at you? Oh, um, <laughs> does it count if Brandon knows already? Sure. <laughs> I guess one of the things I've, I've uh, shared with, with Brandon is um, I, by the age of 13, I had written three children's books and illustrated. <laughs> oh, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. When she told me that, I was shocked. I was like, seriously? That is cool. Yeah. Um, at the time, I didn't think much of it. It was just something I loved to do. I loved to draw at the time. And so, okay. and you know, uh, where the writing came from, I really don't know. <laughs> it just kind of happened. But um, yeah. <laughs> now, now, what are the titles of those three books? Oh. And can we buy them on Amazon? <laughs> yes, that was my next well, question. Um, 
the last one I did <laughs> was uh, called a caterpillar named Al. Don't I can't tell you where the name Al came from, to be honest. <laughs> okay. But um, it now, <laughs> uh, years later, I don't know if you've heard of Hermie the caterpillar. Yes, yeah. That was a very similar story to my book. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great story. And I always story. said, Max Licato stole my idea. <laughs> that's a great story because that's a great example of you have something inside of you that if you don't move on it, exactly. somebody like Max Licato will. Exactly. And it goes in two opposite directions. Yours ends up major, his ends up in Barnes & Noble. Man. Yeah. The first two, I, I don't recall actually what I named them, but um, the very first one was a book about a boy who um played baseball growing up and dreamed of pitching in the world series and everybody told him he couldn't growing up and he actually made it my fifth grade teacher loved it so much she made me read it to the uh principal of the school (laughs) i love that didn't let me but made me yes made me because i was very shy (laughs) so i wouldn't have chosen to do that but um but yeah the Years later, you had no idea you'd be on a podcast. I no, (laughs) (laughs) never. (laughs) And so those three books they're not in stores anymore. What (laughs) happened? Those Um, those are all kept kept in the house. Yeah, I regret it to this day. But I guess being as naive and giving at the time as I was at the time, um, I gave them away. Did you ever meet oh, an man. older guy named Max? Because maybe that's where he got it. Maybe he stole he's about it. Yay no, tall, the, the, very nice. We've blown the lid off of Max Lucata. Well, you know, to be honest, I think my mom might have the uh, caterpillar named Al. But oh, um, cool. the first two I gave to classmates who said they really liked it. I just awesome. gave it away. <laughs> All right, Jamie's mom, when you're listening to this, <laughs> go through the attic. Find that book. Uh, we we got to see it. I'd like to see yeah. it too. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, and the reason why I'm saying that is we got to bring Jamie back on for a dramatic reading. Yeah. That, that is it. That'll be episode 99 of dramatic reading. Not if she an... finds it sooner. <laughs> I'm not as shy as I used to be, so it probably wouldn't be. There you go. That's too cool. Bad. Cool. Brandon, what's something about you people wouldn't know just by looking at you? I, I used to play with the Cavaliers, but uh, once Le- LeBron Liar. came, I said, I'm, out. I'm, not, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, no, in my younger days, I used to be a trainer for uh, David Robinson and Tim Duncan. They, they went on to do great things. <laughs> I'm just going to call the BS flag yeah, left yeah. and right here. I, I think what, what I love to do, and, and most people already know this, but what I love to do is to find people who have something inside of them that's, that's either – you know, maybe buried or maybe just hidden or maybe they've just not been given permission to to jump out there and do something with it. And uh, Jamie and I started talking back in December about this trip that she was taking. And and I started to see something in her. I said, you know, she's you know, we work with you know somewhere around 80 people in our building and, you know, 450 in the whole organization. But and I, and I know a lot of them. But every once in a while you see somebody you're like, OK, you don't fit. There's something about you that doesn't work here and we work in a great place it's an awesome place to work with great people but you see somebody that that wants to make an impact on the world and and what they're doing is just good it's just safe it's just fine but it's not impactful and i started to hear those words coming out of her mouth and uh, when she talked about going on this trip i just thought it was phenomenal so what i wanted to do was bring her on and and, and ask you know Tell a little bit about uh, where you went and and what how that impacted you in December. Yeah, so um, it was a trip I didn't want to go on at first <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I grew up pretty sheltered and scared of everything. <laughs> it's like don't don't take that risk, you know, you might get hurt, you know. Yeah. Um, well, you were talking about 
Turkin. Turkin. <laughs> Fake accent. <laughs> Talking about what, New York City? Yes, okay, New yeah, York City. I'd, I'd be scared too. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, you think nowadays, like, okay, it's I've New seen Year's West Side Eve. Story. <laughs> dangerous, dangerous place. <laughs> New Year's Eve, um, with all the terrorist stuff going on, you know, oh. I just, yeah, that was the first mm. thought, you know, that, that's like the place they'd want to bomb, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to be there when they do that. <laughs> Bunch so. of people standing in the street. <laughs> exactly. It's a great target. Um, but I went with my best friend and her dad and, um, and her sister, and um, it, at the same time, it's like, you know, you can't really pass up this this opportunity, and so, um, yeah, I went, and it was probably it, it, the best experience I've had. <laughs> um, I did not want to come back. <laughs> and Tell us more about that experience. Like, what happened that it, just made it mind-blowing you know, for you? I just hadn't, you know, New York City, for me, growing up, is a place that I always thought... I never thought I'd be there. You know, you see it in <laughs> movies, you see it in, in pictures, and Home Alone was one of my favorite, Home Alone 2 is one of my favorite movies. So, yeah. you know, <clears throat> familiar with it from there, but it's not a place I ever thought I would go to. It yeah. doesn't really yeah. exist. It's just exactly. kind of a fantasy a place. Land. And, yeah. <laughs> you just don't go to. Yeah. <laughs> Only rich people get to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I never thought in a million years I'd go. You know, if you told me months before I went, I was going to be like, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was there, and um, it you know, just um, love it's something about New York City, like they say, is inspiring. And it really mm-hmm. is because you leave there and it's like you just don't want to leave it. You know, there's so much to see, so much to do. But just the atmosphere itself, it, it was just really an amazing trip. And I just remember being on the plane and looking at the city leaving from me. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I, I can't go back. Like, I just can't go back to my life the way it was, you know, okay. I, I, you know, it's something inside of me and, and, you know, just sparked this feeling of, you know, I've got it. Something's got to change. I think I want to be able to come back here. I want to be able to go to other places that I never dreamed of going. That's what to me really sparked our conversations because you came back and you were like, it, it's almost like I've been com- given permission now to go places because I'd for some reason in my head had been forbidden from living this life of just just going to New York City. And, 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 and I'm speaking as somebody who's traveled quite a bit, but I've never been to New York City. I was supposed to go uh, on Veterans Day the year 9-11 in 2001. But after 9-11, we were like, well, we can't go this year, obviously. But uh, we did go to D.C. and saw a lot of cool things. But you, you just kind of had this upbringing of you're not given permission to do these kind of things because you could get hurt. You could get killed. Bad things can happen. <laughs> exactly. And for you, you came back with – it wasn't scary. It's like looking under the bed when you're a kid. You're like, wait a minute. There's nothing under the bed. <laughs> exactly. It was just in my head. Yeah. And when you landed back in Corpus, you described that feeling how. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now... Back to the show. 
Um, did I tell you the exact word I felt? <laughs> it was um, Do I have to depressing. Depressing. It was depressing. You just felt you like know? you had literally been brought back down. Exactly. From this it's high. like back to like we say back to the. Um, the sentence, uh, you know, you just kind of had your day yeah. away from jail and now you're back. Yeah, you were out on parole <laughs> exactly. and then it turns out, no, they made a mistake. You got to come back in. We talk yeah. a lot about, uh, we we work, where we work, it's on the second floor and you walk up the stairs. And we talked a lot about, you walk up those stairs and it's only one flight, but you just feel like you're climbing Mount Everest. Because you know, you're, we do, and I, again, I love the people we work with. This is not about them, but you have this sense of you're checking yourself back in jail, you know, and, and you walk in and you grab the door and you slam it shut. And then you sit down and you're just like, I'm here till five o'clock and I'm in jail and I can't do anything about (laughs) it. But those caused conversations where we started talking about making your own path and breaking out of this rut and, and going beyond as, as we've named this podcast, going beyond that rut of safety, you, you make good money, you've got medical insurance, you, you know, nobody's going to hurt you at work. You're not going to die. There's nothing dangerous we're doing, but it's too safe because of what's inside of you. And then, then you and I started talking about your ultimate dream, which is to make a bigger impact on the world. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the ultimate goal is, yeah, I'd like to have my name brand, my own name brand of, um, with, with the basis of inspiring people, you know, toward positivity and seeing life, seeing things in life differently than they normally do. Uh, I feel like people don't really think too hard into the things that occur. It's kind of like, oh, that happened. All right. You know, let's, let's move past mm-hmm. it. Or, um, they don't take time to really, I guess, think about where they are, where they're going. You know, it's kind of a daily routine. Like, you know, I told right. you, I drive around the freeway and I see all these cars passing me. And I always think, you know, where are these people headed? Where are they going? Is this just their daily routine? They just live, wake up, do the same thing, go to sleep. It's all over again. Same thing. Right. And so get people to think differently so that they can start doing differently. <laughs> and, awesome. um, but to start that, you know, I, uh, my best friend and I are going to start a t-shirt business because I feel like. One of the best ways to get a message across is on a T-shirt. <laughs> you and know? Somebody's listening to this right now going, okay, but you probably already know how to do the T-shirts. Your parents are T-shirt <laughs> yeah, business no. people. You have all the equipment, but none of that's true either, No, right? no. And I told you, you know, I, I watched this uh, whole seminar on uh, how, sublimation. I didn't know what that was, but, you know, I, <laughs> you know it, it's a learning experience for, for both of us. And yeah, don't, I'm not related to anybody that makes t-shirts. I don't know anybody that makes t-shirts that I can go to and be like, hey, show me how you do this. You know, so it's all, it has been a learning curve, but it's also a, been a great process, you know, up to this point. And I've learned a lot and still learning. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that that's where it's going to start is, you know, making t-shirts, but um, not just not starting out with just um, t-shirts for my brand. It's just going to be, um, you know, t-shirt making, you know, just general t-shirts, uniforms, things like that. But eventually I want to incorporate, you know, my brand in that. And, but it's like, I got to be able to make the t-shirts first. So. <laughs> yeah, got to fund the dream. <laughs> exactly. So that's there, where it's starting. <laughs> there was something Brandon said in a previous episode. I think he said it to you actually, because he's name dropped you a few times. <laughs> yes. <in our> <laughs> I've total thank you for that. <laughs> it, was, it was something along the lines of you can never perfect your second product if you never get a first one out there. Yes. And yeah, so I said that. I, I think I just heard 
that conversation come back up now it's now it's in person in front of my <laughs> face like wow this is so cool now have you guys come across any like naysayers and if so how have you handled them well um when i told my I wouldn't say um, naysayer so much, but it, you kind of get that shocked or that like, really? Like, mm-hmm. you sure this is a good idea? You know. Yeah. But in the end, they're po- they're positive and they're very supportive. But, oh, that's good. Yeah, when I when I told my parents, they're you know they're just kind of like, well, I mean, you're you're sure, and and they kind of thought it's kind of something she wants to do. Yeah, so when it'll I wear off. when I came back <laughs> like a few days later or a week later to say, yeah, um, look at you know what we bought, and they're like, oh wow, you're serious. Yeah. <laughs> We're setting yeah. up shop. <laughs> it's kind of like when they bought me my first keyboard. They're like, okay, yeah, she wants to learn. And little did they know I was really going to learn. <laughs> it, it's funny, too, because you, you always want to surround yourself with people that will challenge you. But you need people that are just cheerleaders that will you know, say, I believe you can do this. And I don't have any idea whether, you know, the T-shirt business is a good or bad business, but it's attempting something. And and to to back up a little bit to the the fact that, you know, you're you're in your mid 30s, you've got a really good job with uh, benefits. And if you work there 30 years, you retire, you'll have a pension and your life will be fine. But you will still do maybe not the same thing, but you'll still be basically contributing to somebody else's dream, not your dream. And to me, that's what makes you unique because you're willing to take that chance. Say, I don't know the T-shirt business, but I would use the T-shirt business to fund my dream. And then in a previous episode, we talked about finances. And one of the things that impressed me about Jamie is she, she's she got her finances in place. She she didn't save up a bunch of money and can just go buy all the equipment, but she's managed her debt. She's she's kept her life within her means so she can do she can make these choices, because if this was, you know, a, a situation where you had fifty thousand dollars worth of debt, you have to keep your job. You have to keep your medical insurance. You have exactly. you can't even risk any of that stuff. And we were talking the other day about medical insurance that's another big fear it's like well what do we do we got good medical insurance now we're going to branch out we won't have medical insurance and one of the things she said to me was well how do you buy medical insurance i don't really know i've never had to buy medical insurance that's a good question let's figure that out and but it's a chance and you took it even though you didn't know the answer so people that are listening i just want to make sure they understand you started this because it was inside you not because you had any answers exactly you had to start finding the answers yeah and growing up i always I kind of had that entrepreneurship spirit because mm-hmm. even growing up, you know, we we're always, hey, let's make a uh, popcorn popsicles and sell them on the side of the street. And we would oh, make cool. like 50, 20 to $50 just <laughs> on, you know, a awesome. few hours. And, um, you know, I would go and knock on neighbor's doors and say, hey, can I rake your leaves for whatever, you know, you want to give? And that was just what I did, you know, and, and, you know, I didn't come from, you know, a rich family but you know we had what we needed but you know it's just you know i'm not gonna ask my parents for money <laughs> you yeah. know so that's a good you know. clue if you're a cunningham kid listening don't <laughs> don't ask your parents for money <laughs> and um you beat me to it i'm gonna say <laughs> same thing about the dugan kids yeah <laughs> and, and then it was just kind of something that i tucked away for for years and but it's still always been there and and like i say when i came back from new york it was just like you know, I got to do this. I got to at least mm-hmm. try. Mm-hmm. And like y'all said on your show, you know, if you, what, what's the fear or the hurt and trying, you know, if you fail, well, you can always go back to what, what you're doing before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my favorite line in the movie Braveheart 
is uh, this is right before he goes into the trap, of course. So <laughs> ignore that part. <laughs> but it, it's um, his friends are trying to talk William Wallace out of going to meet with the King of Scotland, and and William Wallace turns around and says to his buddies, "What happens if we don't if we do nothing?" And they're like, "I don't know." And he just said, "Nothing." And then he gets on his horse and he goes. Granted, it was a trap, and they. Yeah. Yeah. disembowel him and quarter him but <laughs> turn the show off at that moment <laughs> and then after that horrible incident uh the king of scotland had a big moment of remorse um i think the true story is he killed somebody in a church and that's even worse yeah. uh but it, it galvanized that king of scotland to really rise up and make the most out of the stuff he did wrong and uh they actually did make scotland free for a while and and so that I think was what the message really was with William Wallace is if I don't go meet this guy it's going to be the same old same old mm-hmm. I'm going because it's going to be a catalyst one way or another and it sounds like that's what you've done is one way or another this is going forward not yes. I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here in another year and say gosh I wish I did something it's, exactly I went for it I'm doing it and and yeah who knows I mean there's do you have any guarantees that you're going to succeed. No, <laughs> I got to try. <laughs> but in a previous episode too, we talked about how to leave a job, you know, and one of the things you did about what, about a week ago, I guess, yes. is you sat down with our bosses and said, you know, this is just a dream. Talk a little bit about, I know that was an anxious <laughs> moment to go talk yeah, about that. It was. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to approach it and I didn't know if I even should or just, you know, kind of wait till I'm ready to leave and just put my two weeks and that's it, you know, but um, I knew they were kind of investing in, in me for future, you know, projects, future, you know, kind of to be something within the company. Yeah. Everybody saw it. And <laughs> yeah, Jamie's kind of a star <laughs> no. around our place. Everybody likes <laughs> no, Jamie. Nobody wants, there are people we would like to leave. <laughs> Jamie's not one of them. And um, so it's like, how do you tell, the thing that kept coming through my mind was, how do you tell your boss, I'm going to leave, I just don't know when. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. that kind of puts them in a position of, well, do we hire somebody else now? Do we kind of try and push her out? Because yeah. we need to get somebody here who's going to be here for a while. Right. But they were um, very supportive, and it did not go the way I, it went in my head. When <laughs> I played the 12 it. hours of torment leading <laughs> up like, to that? It's like, why did I, you know, wait so long? All of so a sudden, long. you got Brandon's office, and he got moved to a broom closet. Yeah, exactly. You, you can leave now. Get out. <laughs> and, and it's like they said, it's not... It's, you know that we're happy you're leaving it's we're happy you're gonna do something that makes you happy yeah and right. so that was great to hear and yeah it just went much better than I thought it was <laughs> and so yeah I mean I yeah I don't <laughs> I, I like it because you came you came to my or you text me I think and you said you'll never believe what I did or something and then she very cruelly said but I'll have to tell you later I gotta go do something I'm like okay seriously so now I gotta wait like most of the day to hear this whole story they sent me to Flower Bluff yeah she had, <laughs> to, go she had to go do some stuff but what was funny is is we've been talking all along about you know why are you even still here and and you know Jamie knows that I absolutely love her want her there think she does a great job but I wanted her to go do this because I could tell it was in her heart and so it was hard for me because I knew I knew things that the rest of them didn't know and and it was she was struggling because they were putting her in this program for leadership and and she really didn't even want to apply for it but everybody said you got to get in it you got to get in it so she did but then she felt guilty because she's like I know I'm not here long term I'm I'm, I'm a year maybe max (laughs) 
And uh, then we started arguing with each other who was going to leave first, and she clearly <laughs> has beat me to the punch. But uh, the, the, it was, I wouldn't say it was guilt as much as, you know, something was inside of you saying, you know, don't say this because it's a risk. But then something even greater inside of you was saying, you know, but I want you for something better. I, we obviously know that was God, but that, that feeling of I've got to go do something, and I can't lie to the people that I actually work for and I care about about what that is exactly that's what i told him you know i I respect you and you know enough to to tell you and give you a heads up of where my life is going right now and the changes just in the past just this year you know (laughs) it's like a whole 180 and (laughs) you know and you know again they were very supportive but yeah it's it's always it's something that's always been there again and Mm -hmm. and you know, it's just, it's not something you can just kind of leave off forever because it's, it's always there and you're going to feel it and yeah. you just got to follow it. <laughs> okay. So you didn't just like willy nilly say, that's it. Take this job and shove it. I'm making t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. no. Okay. So tell folks uh, who are listening right now a little bit more about the plan you have in place. So you, you kept your day job and you're, you're in business with your best friend. So you're doing both. Tell us more about that and what that looks like so that there, there might be somebody listening who wants to do the same thing. Yeah, and right now it's um, it's still a work in progress. We're we're not actually up and running yet, if you want to say. Um, <laughs> it's trying to get the website up, but it's been, you know, we've got this list of we want to have certain things in place before we actually start making a product. And I know okay. we've talked about that too. <laughs> you know, we, we are going to get there. <laughs> um, Can you hear the clock ticking noise to play? <laughs> we are going to get there. Um, but I, I guess that's my nature again of let's make mm-hmm. sure, you know, everything is in order, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm diving in, but I'm still kind of yeah. careful. <laughs> okay. Diving in slow motion. Exactly. <laughs> but I Cartoon think it's going to hit a uh, full speed, hopefully real soon. And so it's just, you know, building up, getting, you know, your POS system, getting your, your website up, you know, first we thought, well, we'll start without a website, but then it's pretty important now. People want to go to a website. And yeah. <laughs> Like you don't thing. have a website, you're not a real company. Exactly. It's like the first thing we check out. Like, exactly. Are they real? No website. Just go to uh, google.com. <laughs> Look in the phone book. <laughs> One of the good things you did too with, with talking to uh, your boss about leaving was you set a, a, a clock ticking. So you kind of, now you've set yourself out publicly to say you're leaving. So if you're, and I told you this the other day, if you're still here a year from now, everybody's going to be like, hey, remember that time Jamie quit, but like really didn't quit? Oh, oh here she comes to quit building. again. <laughs> yeah. How many times you quit in this well, that's year? That's why I know? told him, let's leave it between management for now because I don't want everybody looking at me every day like, oh, okay, she's back. She's still yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. When I are you, you leaving? leaving? <laughs> exactly. Um, so yes, it, it, I, I felt, that's another reason, reason why I felt that I needed to do it sooner than later to give myself that accountability. Okay, mm-hmm. they know I can't let this thing drag on for so long because... Yeah they're waiting and you know it's just something i gotta do yeah (laughs) so and that's good you built these kind of artificial barriers that are keeping you accountable you know you've told people now you're on a podcast and and so you know six months from now you're either going to look back and go i'm still at navy army we've still not produced one shirt and i still hadn't done this or you're going to be able to say we've done this 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 and this some of it worked some of it didn't we've changed this we've changed that and now i'm where i want to be yes exactly that accountability is huge because it's kind of like saying, I'm going to lose weight, 
but nobody knows it, you don't really have to do it. You're like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> and then nobody ever knows, and it's like, yeah, yeah exactly. I can fail. Uh, yeah, so the stakes are higher when you do let exactly. people know. Mm-hmm. And, and you even find, I think, some cheerleaders from your leadership, because I, I have that experience going on with mm-hmm. my manager. I was wondering, uh, is it okay if she shares some of those things that she has to have in place before she leaves corporate life altogether? Yeah, uh, the main thing is insurance, as we were talking earlier. Yeah, okay. That pretty much, I mean, like that's what kind of insurance? Health, health, like medical health insurance. Oh, okay, so. yeah. medical, yeah, dental. That's right, because um, then we get hit on our taxes. Exactly. Yeah. I said, man, now I have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is, I have sixty days to get yeah. it once okay. I leave my job. Is what I've learned recently. Um, but it's learning that too. I mean, yeah. I don't know anything about getting mm-hmm. insurance, and uh, my best friend gave me a contact that was really, really good. Worked out. Um, so I'm gonna meet with that lady to. Uh, you know, go over plans and figure out what the best one is for me now. Okay. And as I was telling Brandon, it can change, you know, yeah. you can get six month term and change it if I need to, if I can't mm-hmm. afford that much at the time, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but, um, medical and dental insurance right now is, is the biggest thing. I think once I have that, then I'll, I'll feel more comfortable with just leaving. That's the beauty of the way you're doing it too. You didn't know the, the industry, you didn't know the answers, but you asked the questions and where we live now in 2016 with computers, you can ask all kinds of questions. So you don't have to know, well, what are all these different insurance plans? What are the tax implications? How do I do this? And what, what are the rules? And you're going to break some rules. And that's okay because you're going to learn from that. And then you're going to move on down the line. Another thing that Jamie did that really makes her one of the most impressive people to me is she has gotten her health in a place where she's very strong and fit and healthy. She's not <laughs> yeah, you know, really eating at McDonald's. <laughs> all the time yeah because most of us say well, try not to yeah it's like well you you don't want to quit your job with good medical insurance if you're not going to have it and yeah. be in bad shape because yeah. you're going to have issues you're going to take pills and you're going to have to do all this kind of stuff so try to get yourself as healthy as possible also for the stamina the energy mm-hmm. of running a business and figuring all this out and the stress of oh we got told no a hundred times so you know how do we deal with that yeah. that's yeah. a very important part yeah i didn't know anything about building business nothing at all and so you know going online and figuring out okay i need my sales tax permit and how do i get that and do i need a um a tax id number and realize i don't i don't have employees right now you know it's just you know learning and I, like i told brandon like this is too easy like i'm waiting for something <laughs> wrong yeah. to happen something some big block that's going to prevent me from doing this yeah. but yeah. it was not there until what did i tell you <laughs> Until you ask the question or, so, or no, until you move to the next thing or something. Yeah, there was something I moved to, you know, I can't remember what it was. And I was like, this is why people don't do this yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> it, you know, Google's very valuable for things other than, you know, cat videos. You can look up stuff on Google that's valuable to you and learn things. And it's free. You know, you've learned all of this on your own. No one in your uh, family had big businesses to Mm-mm. mentor you or teach you or anything. It's just a matter of, well, why can't I ask the question? <laughs> you know, somebody has to come along and give you permission or you just got to say, I got permission. I'm moving forward. I'm not going to wait on somebody else. I think it was learning about the the sales tax and how often you pay and how that whole thing works. I think that's what it was. And right. I was like, I, I don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why God gifted us with accountants and people like that. Keep us out of jail. Exactly. Got to pay your taxes. So we'll probably have to have Jamie come teach us about sales tax and all those things before we start launching our first product. Whatever that is. 
I think that's what made us uh, enjoy each other. Just our, our conversations were mutually encouraging because I would, I would tell Jamie, well, you know, she would come to me and say this, this, and this, and I'd say, well, why don't you try this, this, and this? And then so, it would almost always end with her going, well, okay, well, what are you doing? You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. You told me you were going to do some stuff. So when it's not a one way accountability thing here. Yeah. And I'm awesome. like, well, yeah. At what point do I lose all credibility? Cause I hadn't accomplished stuff. I'm dancing with joy here. It's just a matter of, of, of making that ask and going out there and trying to figure it out. And to me, the story is great because you just took yourself out of that rut. You didn't, you didn't get fired. You didn't face some sort of tragedy, tragedy tragedy you just said i'm going to make my life what i want it to make and prior to december you really didn't travel a whole lot by yourself kind of just this i'm going to go do these things <laughs> but you were telling me about a trip that's coming up or one that you want to do in uh is it kentucky louisville kentucky yes yeah. uh, underground uh, well it's a cavern that's got zip lining in it and uh bike trails and yeah, it is. Yeah. It looks so awesome. You have to look it up. How um, many people can say they've ziplined underground? <laughs> exactly. That's, <laughs> that's what I told her. I said, if nothing else, you get to come back and go, yeah, I've ziplined underground. I've uh, ziplined above ground, yeah. but never underground. <laughs> yeah, and you go, oh, you just ziplined above ground? <laughs> Everybody cool. can do that. <laughs> when we have her back on to the, the uh, dramatic reading yeah. of... Uh, <laughs> The caterpillar named Al? Yes. Yeah. It, go. It's going to be while she's ziplining <laughs> underground, and we'll just hook her up oh, with the Roland and just have her reading as she's oh, I will do it. I will there do we go. It. We've got, we've we'll got get, the next episode planned. We'll get Max on here, and we'll confront him about stealing that book, too. <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, I, I had traveled. Yeah, I've been to Washington, D.C. I've been in New Mexico. Um, when I was nine, we went to Florida for Walt Disney World. But yeah. there was just something about this trip that was totally different. Um, and I, I just think, really... What it came down to was God's timing. He's like, okay, mm -hmm. you've reached you know, a point where I want you to perceive something else now. Now and you're ready. Exactly. <laughs> we had posted an article way back about how to expand your mind. I think maybe part of what happened was you saw New York City, its size, its scope. Uh, which airport did you fly out of? Um, I Let's see if I can pronounce this right. Look. Guardi? LaGuardia? 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 Yeah. And then you come back to Corpus Christi with its five gates. <laughs> We're an international... I'm doing this with air quotes. Do we have three <laughs> baggage claims uh, or two baggage claims? Two. I, I think <laughs> two. they only use one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's an international airport that has no international flights. Hey, we and fly they, to Mexico. I don't think we do anymore. I'll have to double check. Okay, I'll take yeah. the sign down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so to go from New York, that is big, that has always grown... And then you come back to Corpus Christi that has always stayed small. <laughs> the, the beauty, too, is I think your story tells people that anybody can do it. You know, you didn't have, uh, although although you're very intelligent and you had skills, you didn't have the special skills that you needed. What you really did was just follow where God was leading you. You, you answered that call because you had said one time in my office about how you had trouble sleeping because you knew you were supposed to do something different. And I think if you're listening to this going, well, you know, that's great for Jamie, but I don't have that problem. Maybe that's not you. But if you're listening to this thinking, yeah, I can't sleep at night. There's things on the weekends that bother me. I can't just relax. It's because something inside of you is telling you to go out and make an impact. And I was lis listening to Jeff Goins today, and he made the comment that, you know, don't try to get paid for something that you just enjoy doing. Do something that makes an impact and get somebody to pay you for that. Then your life will be complete. 
because you know what you're doing makes an impact. And I I believe fully that that's what you're going to do because you have a long-term goal of speaking and encouraging and lifting other people up. It's not just about making you great. It's about making everybody around you great. And that's a successful plan that works every time. (laughs) All right, Jamie, we're going to give you the last word. So any last piece of advice you want to give our listeners right now, you can even sing if you would like to, because oh, I know no. that you can sing. <laughs> hey, I met her dad. <laughs> your mom just texted. She found caterpillar, a caterpillar named Al. And I'm She's just on her way. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you said that, yes, you can continue doing what you're doing and work where you work. If that's what you enjoy doing and that's your passion, great, you know. But for those that have that same thing that I had inside and that you have, you guys have, that is pushing you to do something bigger and greater. It's not because we're better than anybody else. It's just God chooses who he wants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, if he calls you to do something, you know, you just you've got to follow it and don't be scared because if, you know, he's leading the path and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid to, to dive in and and take that risk because, you know, in the end, it's, it's your life. And right. if you're not doing what, what you love to do or what is has been put inside you to do, then, I mean, you're going to die miserable pretty much. Or you're going to die with that regret. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and, you know, there's no going back. And now's the mm-hmm. time because tomorrow's not guaranteed anybody. Right. Be more scared of mediocrity than you are of failure. Yeah. And, exactly. and then you'll be okay. It's okay to be different. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So we want to thank you, Jamie, for being on our show. Thank you. And we want to thank you, our listeners, for listening to us and not just listening to us, but subscribing to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. And not just that, guys. We also thank you for sharing us with your family, your friends, and that neighbor across the street. You you know the one. We talked about him and uh, when we had Jared (laughs) Easley on the show. Uh, You know, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. So subscribe. Keep listening. Share us with a family, a friend, a coworker, and you never know. You might change somebody's life one way or another, and hopefully for the positive. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Beyond the Rut Podcast. So All right. <clears throat> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Sometimes it just gets weird. <laughs> What did you put in the water? The sad part about it is even if y'all weren't here, we would be acting this way. This would be us normally. Okay. So here we go in three, two, one. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.